0: And go What's up, my beautiful people? How you guys feeling? It's your boy, Robert the Snail, a.k.a. that East Los Kid And welcome to another episode of the Standard 216 Podcast And I am in my studio, a.k.a. my closet How you guys feeling today, man? I'm feeling amazing, I'm feeling great Today is 8.24, which means it is Kobe Day and I'm excited for the game today. I'm excited just for the day. Um, huge Kobe fan. Huge Kobe fan. Um, I remember becoming a Lakers fan because of Kobe. And uh, that's kind of where I started my... I, I've always liked basketball before that. But back then, I would just watch like a bunch of basketball. And I would just like teams and like players. You know, I would like... Like Dennis Rodman was one of my favorite players of all time. Um, that was... Mm, Michael Jordan is a controversy to me. I don't really like him. Never really paid attention to him, to be honest with you. So therefore, like, I, I, I don't really know, like... I mean, he's an amazing fucking player, don't get me wrong, six rings, you can't go wrong with that, man, you know, but, like, I didn't really pay attention to him as a way I pay attention to Kobe Bryant. Dennis Rodman, to me, was somebody that I could look up, look up to and say, hey, this motherfucker's wild like me, cool, but he's doing his big thing. Anyways, so, um, I just grew up watching Kobe, I remember, I remember being in my, um, English class in Garfield High School, uh, right there in East Los Angeles, California, where I lived and grew up and uh I remember a teacher talking about Tiger Woods and then she started talking about Kobe Bryant and she was making the connection between like going to school and getting an education because she was an English teacher and she was you know high on education and stuff like that and she was telling us you know look at this kid he's going to he's going to the NBA and she's like well what happens if he gets hurt then he has no education you know and he's He's making the wrong move And making the wrong decisions And I didn't really give a fuck I was just like Who the fuck is Kobe Bryant You know So she's like Yeah this young kid He's gonna get drafted to the NBA And he's gonna get hurt And then after this He's gonna You know What is he gonna do with his life He's gonna have to go back And start again Blah, Blah 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 You know Education always comes first And you know I always didn't give a fuck About education So who was I to talk about Education comes first You know I was lucky enough to fucking Get a good enough diploma You know Uh, GED for those of you who don't know, but I remember her saying these things and uh, I was just like, "But who the fuck's Kobe Bryant? Like, why the fuck are you telling us about Kobe Bryant? You're supposed to be teaching us and you're telling us about a newspaper that has Kobe Bryant, whoever the fuck that is, telling us about Tiger Woods. I kind of knew about Tiger Woods because I think he was a little bit of a bigger phenomenon in my family we played a lot of golf, so... I kind of knew about Tiger Woods a little bit more than Kobe Bryant. Although we were Laker fans in my family, I just kind of knew about Tiger Woods more. For some reason. But anyways, and I was like, okay, whatever, fucking shit. So she's like, yeah, you know, education first, blah, 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 blah. So I didn't give a fuck. But then draft day came and he went to the Charlotte Hornets. But the Lakers ended up picking him up. That's when I was like, oh, this is that one dude the teacher was talking about. Kobe Bryant. I remember telling my uncle. I don't think you'll remember. Everybody was drinking he was drunk. Well, we're always drunk and shit. But we're good drunks. We're happy drunks. You guys can drink with us whenever you want. And you guys will be like, fuck, I want to come back again. Or you know what? I don't even want to leave. Anyways, we had a lot of people not leave our house sometimes. We had to kick them out. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, fool. It's fucking five in the morning, dog. Anyways, <clears throat> so I remember watching the game and he was there. And I was like, oh, that's that one dude fucking my teacher. Was I can't remember the teacher's name. Don't even ask me. I don't even know her name. I only know like five teachers' names that I've ever had in my whole life. But uh, hers I don't remember because it was insignificant. She was an asshole. She didn't know how to fucking teach whatsoever. Now that I'm an adult, now that I'm now that I'm educated and knowledgeable on certain kind of shit, I noticed that she was a fucking dumbass and they paid her just to be a dumbass. School systems need to pay teachers better so they can fucking teach better. I have an aunt who's a teacher. She's an amazing fucking person. She goes out and buys her own fucking shit all the fucking time. Spending her own goddamn money to make less than a fucking... NBA star or something like that, you know. I'm not saying she should be getting paid as much as an NBA star, but she should be getting paid pretty fucking good. Not enough for so she has to fucking try to figure shit out. Anyways, that's another topic. People, keep on track. I apologize for the rant. Um, I've drank two tall cans so far. Um, I noticed that lately, I drink like half a beer and throw it away, and I don't know why. So I think I'm going to stop drinking Talk Hands because this is the second one. But I'm thinking about throwing it away. I love you all. Don't get mad at me, beer drinkers. I'm not a big beer drinker anymore. But, um, yeah, so I was watching this game with my uncle. And I was like, hey, that's that one kid that my teacher was telling me about. He's like, oh, yeah, Kobe Bryant. I'm like, yeah, Kobe Bryant. So whatever. We watched the game. Eh, not too great. Cool. Good player. You know, I didn't really know about basketball. I just knew we missed a couple of shots. And I was like, all right, cool, Kobe Bryant, you know. But I was always a Laker fan, obviously, just through family. You know, you're in L.A., you live in Los Angeles, you're a Laker fan. You know, I've always grew up a Laker fan. But uh, like I said, I've always followed other people, like other players and stuff like that. But um, I remember this kid, you know, shooting airballs. And just like everybody else remembers him, you know, shooting airballs against the Jazz and shit and stuff like that. And you're just like, okay, cool, whatever, you know. Well, fuck, you know, you don't judge a kid upon his first game and shit like that, you know. It's the NBA, man. It's different, you know. But, uh, you know, as the games went on, the season went on, I noticed this kid was getting better, better, better. But uh, I became a fan, you know. I became a fan right away. I would say I became a fan in the first season. I, th- I think I became a fan when she mentioned his name just for the simple fact that she was kind of doubting him. And I was the kind of guy where, like, I hated fucking authority. So I was like, fuck you, teacher. I hope this motherfucker proves you wrong, you know. Like, deep down inside, I wanted to tell her that shit, but I didn't tell her. I should have told her that fucking dumbass. But um I remember just, like, you know I like this dude, you know. And when he started playing, I was like, yeah, fuck, I like this dude, you know. And I started paying attention more to the Lakers, you know, and people like, you know, I was like, remember my one of my favorite moments is when uh I don't uh, one of my favorite moments is when Nick Van Exel Shaq actually was in the team. I remember Nick Van Exel shot a shot and Shaq put his hand on Nick Van Exel's head and looked like fucking shit took over his whole mat. like where did Nick Van Exel's head go, you know? But I remember that moment as a Laker fan. And I was always one of the moments that stand out with me and Shaq. It was like, man, I remember when Shaq put his head on Nick Van Exel's fucking head. And it was just like, fucking Nick Van Exel's head's gone. He's decapitated. But that was a big Shaq Daddy Diesel, you know? Big old dude, man. I love that guy, man. But um, So, yeah, when uh, Kobe came in, it was just like, all right, cool. I like this guy, you know? My teacher didn't like this dude. I like this dude, but let me see what he can do. And uh, he wasn't that great. Then he became great. Then he became greater. Then he became the greatest. And he became like, oh, fucking dude, surpassing your amount of greatness. Anybody can ever have in their minds, you know. I mean, it means a lot to actually get to know that I got to see Kobe Bryant twenty years. But uh, a lot of us feel the same right now, you know. It's eight twenty four. It's an emotional day for some of us. Some of us are celebrating. Some of us are crying. I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating. I'm by myself. I'm celebrating. I'm waiting for the game to start. I decided to make a short podcast, just just about Kobe. So it's not gonna be an hour long podcast. It's just gonna be my feelings and my my gratitude and my appreciation towards him, the game, the the people he's changed in his life. Uh just the mindset that, that Kobe Bryant, you know, kept within him, you know. The mama mentality was not just a court thing for him. A lot of you who don't know, um there's a podcast by Lewis Howes. And uh I'm I don't know if I could tag that on the bottom, but I'll figure it out if I can. But if not you can hit me up on Instagram, um, Robert the Snail. It's Robert underscore the underscore snail. But uh, hit me up and I'll, sh- I'll share with you that uh, video or that podcast. But um, Rob uh, Lewis Hells was interviewing Kobe Bryant. And just the way that Kobe Bryant spoke, you knew that this man, just like David Goggins, this man, like, talked and walked the same fucking language he was speaking. Like, this dude on and off the court. It wasn't just on the court on Mahomba Mentality. No, it was off the court, you know what, on Kobe Bryant. But then I got a project coming up. And that mama mentality comes out. Maybe not in the basketball form, but in, like, deer basketball. Like, that was all, like, that wasn't just like, ah. Like, he, I don't think Kobe Bryant has ever half passed anything in his fucking life. And I think, I think that that's what I try to think about the most. I can never come close to that thought process whatsoever. It takes a lot, and it consumes you a lot, and you just have to be willing to submit to it, you know? But I think Kobe Bryant was the best example of... If you believe in yourself and if you're willing to push the limits of what you think you can do then you can do anything, you know, you can prove yourself to do anything and sometimes you're going to surprise yourself and that's the greatest moment is when you surprise yourself. And I think that's what I'm trying to do in my life. I'm just trying to surprise myself, you know, like I'm looking for that that um that uppercut, you know, I'm looking for that oh shit moment, like wait a minute, that you know that that, that wasn't supposed to happen moment, you know, like oh man, you know. And I think Kobe Bryant has proved that those moments can happen you know i mean you got to make them happen but there's a lot of the nba players right now who have his mentality and i'm loving it because that means he's living on through them and not only that you know they're gonna share it with the other generations it's just you know I mean, they, they may not be they may not be mamba mentality but they have Mamba mentality you know no one can ever be like kobe you no know lebron lebron's an amazing human being but LeBron's on a different spectrum, you know, LeBron's on a different planet himself, you know, it's just like Kobe, just like Jordan, just like, you know, Carl Malone, people like that, you know, Kareem. They got their own planets, you know, planet Kobe, planet LeBron, Planet This. And just so happens we just hang out together, you know, but you can't connect them all together, you know. You look at Kobe and Kobe was six foot six, a hundred or two hundred and fucking twenty-five pounds, you know, and LeBron's six foot six two hundred and sixty pounds, you know, the muscle mass that this dude has, you know, the things that he can do, you know, strength wise. But then you look at Kobe and Kobe was pushing people around too, but he knew angles, he knew all these just little tricks and stuff like that. That there's this one moment, man, I forgot what team it was, but he pushed both these players, oh I think it was the Houston Rockets. It was James Harden, I forgot who else, where he's stuck in the middle <laughs> looking for a free throw rebound and he gets these two guys and he pushes them towards each other. So they, the two Houston Rockets bump into each other because they're they against their momentum, and Kobe Bryant slips and <laughs> fucking goes up and tries to get the rebound. I'm not sure if he got it or not, and that just shows you like the IQ of like, okay, he didn't get the foul. You know, it couldn't easily been a foul, but he knew like, if you played it right, if you did it right, if he was smooth about it and used the momentum, so it looked like they bumped into each other, which it looked like they did, and he was able to get off scot free, which he did. But um, I said a lot right there, guys. Take a moment. Let's take a breath. I'm gonna take a drink You take a breath But um, Kobe Bryant is just uh, Means a lot to a lot of people LA Especially people who live in Los Angeles You know Like he he is uh He is this person who kept us together He is this person who we were able to turn to toward. I guess I'm, I'm speaking I'm, I'm speaking for myself But I know I'm not speaking for myself You know like, there were times in my life where shit was hard, you know, and I just, like, fucking, you get lost in the three-hour game, you know, and post interviews, and it just kind of takes you away from the bullshit that's happening in life, you know. You get to enjoy life with your family. Like, I used to love those moments where it was just, like, let's get together with the family, you know, and watch the games, you know, especially the Boston the Boston um, Lakers game. In 2008, we got our asses whooped. I remember being at my Uncle Fonzo's house during that game. Uh, under his little like little canopy he had in the backyard with a beautiful backyard by the way And I remember we watched the game there in his little TV It was me. I believe my brother my uncle Mondo Man, I want to say my little brother Johnny, but i'm not too sure And I have a bad memory of who else was there But there's probably a few people other people there not too many maybe about four or five But um, maybe six, but um, I remember watching it there and they lost and were like fucking disappointed and sad uh Obviously, everybody was like, man, Gasol, you got to man up, you know, you got to pump motherfuckers up, you know, you got to do this shit, Gasol, like, you know. Bynum, I believe, was hurt that year. Then the 2010 Boston Celtics during the Lakers, we watched at my Uncle Mondo's house. Man, I remember every day after work, we had to get there, sit in the same fucking spots, don't fucking move, don't, you know, sit there and just watch the fucking game, enjoy drinking beers, having a good time, you know, celebrating, you know, and just like, you know. I remember just coming together with my family and just and when they won that championship was a great moment. we were cruising down Whittier Boulevard, a famous street in East Los Angeles, California. If you're not from the neighborhood, uh, man, cruising down there after the it was hectic. It was amazing. It was just energetic. It was just fun. Um, I got a burp. I apologize, but <clears throat> anyways, it was amazing, and I remember just spending that time with my brother and my uncle. And just you know, I remember spending time with my little sister Georgie, and we would watch the Lakers game. Yeah, remember, she she started getting into the Lakers game because of us. Me and my brother Angel would watch, the, you know, the Lakers game. You know, I she would call me. You gonna go see Kobe play? <laughs> you gonna go see the Kobe play? <laughs> so yeah, we would go watch, and then my little sister became a Kobe fan, like you know, when she was young too. So, you know, she was heartbroken when Kobe died. Me and her, me, her, and my other little sister uh, went to go see a. When they took me to go see Kobe Bryant. I like, Kobe, not Kobe Bryant, but just, like, the memorial after he had passed away, and I didn't want to go, and I was just kind of like, uh eh. so I think I ended up going, like, on Wednesday or Thursday or something like that, and it was, it was cool, you know, it was very, very eerie, but at the same time, very cheery, uh, there were smiles, you know, my ears are very active, you know, in crowds and shit like that, because I'm always on my P's and Q's, you know, so I'm always active on where I'm at and shit, just trying to watch out, you know, for people and shit, I don't like people, a lot of people behind me, you know, it's neighborhood shit like that, stuff like that, but, um. I, my ears are just open and I can just hear people talking about like, oh I remember when Kobe did this, and I'll be like, oh yeah, Kobe did that, huh? I remember when Kobe was playing against the Suns and he shot against fucking three on ones, and he was like, oh yeah, fuck, I remember I was out the I was at the Venice room during that game, and it was cool because all these sparks of memories of Kobe Bryant were coming back, and you feel like it's a celebration. You start getting this feeling of like happiness, like oh shit, Kobe Bryant did that, and then you kind of look up and you see like a picture of him and his daughter. And it brings that somber feeling back to you, you know, and but it's 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 a very it was very mixed emotional for me. I couldn't explain it like I wanted to cry, but then I was celebrating, so like my tears were fighting against my happiness, but it was a weird, weird moment for me. I don't think I've ever felt like that before, because like like losing a family member is different you know you it's 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 a you thing you know it's your family thing, you know it's it's your surrounding it's your your people thing, you know. But with Kobe, it was a world thing, you know. With Kobe, it was like a fucking universe thing, if anything. I'm sure there was extraterrestrials out there like, No, Kobe! You know? But um, it was a world thing, you know, and that it hit everybody effectively. It hit everybody the same, and it hit everybody, you know, in ways that, you know, we were all trying to figure out, like, is this real, is it not real? And when we figured out it was real, it was more like processing feelings, like, how do we do it? Do we, I don't even know what to do, you know? And... I'm just, I'm just happy that people express themselves in positive ways, you know, the paintings that they have done of them, the murals, uh, there's one in Boyle Heights that's amazing, I think that, uh, it's, it's just, uh, my dogs are barking, I don't know why, because I'm in my closet, I hope you guys aren't hearing that, but, um, they're big dogs, they're fucking pit bulls, I trust in them to do anything that they need to do, but, uh, it was just amazing, you know, the way they all came together and started doing different things, you know, the thank you, Kobe's, and it was emotional, even looking at it right now, just, they're showing the... They're showing the top 10 No Kobe moments And stuff like that And you're just like Fuck you know All those times I remember him doing that All those times I, And you take it for granted You know And it's like Ah oh, fuck that shit You know i watched watch the game Laker But I I always wanted to watch The Laker game I'm very I was very fucking Ever since he left Like I haven't been as obsessed With you know Games Laker games But during his whole span of his career, I was like, fuck it, Lakers, Lakers, gotta watch the Lakers, gotta watch the Lakers, gotta watch the game, gotta go to watch the game, I'm either George's house, or my house, or in the back of the Cueva, you know, or my uncle's house, but we gotta watch the fucking Lakers game somewhere, you know, we gotta celebrate, buy a 12-pack, somebody got some fucking beer, you know, but, um, gotta get comfortable again. Anyways, guys, the game's gonna start right now, and then I promised you guys it wouldn't be long. I just wanted to thank you, Kobe. I just wanted to thank Kobe. I think everybody's doing the same thing around A24, uh, Los Angeles uh, Lakers fans, I think basketball fans in general, and just fans of life, you know, Kobe Bryant was a human being and that that radiated love and positivity and belief, you know, and I try to embellish that and I try to, I guess that's what he said. I don't know. I'm watching when he used the word embellish. I don't know if that's the fucking word I'm supposed to use. But I try to embrace that within myself and radiate that towards other people, too. And sometimes it's hard. You know, we ain't all Kobe, but we can all strive to be our best, I believe. You know, like he says, just every day you got to be better, man. I mean, fuck. You push yourself every day. You know, that's, that's what life is about. I and mean, that's what basketball is about. You want to be the best? You can't do the same shit every day. You can't shoot the same four shots every day. You know, I think Bruce Lee said it the best. You know, don't, I don't fear a man. Who practices a thousand kicks one time I practice I fear a man who practices one kick a thousand times, you know so you just got to Drill in drill in drill in every day get better every day get better and I think a lot of us need to hear that especially myself, you know, we we need to We need to understand that, you know, ultimately we are in charge and we are The captains of our own ship But before I go on a rant guys Because I feel it coming and I ain't gonna let it come out (laughs) <laughs> I just want to tell you guys, thank you for the letting me speak my mind about Kobe. I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Um, life is beautiful. Life is great, man. You know, him and his daughter and those other people that lost their lives, just like that, you know. And I know what that feels like, you know, to the family because I've lost a lot of family members, especially my mom. She just, you know, when she had gotten shot, you know, it was just instant. You know, there wasn't no, like, there wasn't no, you know, conversation after, I mean, it was weird, you know, it was just like, I guess it was just the same thing as, you know, they felt like, alright, I'm gonna go to the basketball game, I'll come back home, you know, and they're like, alright, bye, Kobe. Same thing with my mom. My mom was like, alright, I'm gonna go to the store and buy some milk. Alright, mom, I'll see you later. And it ends, you know. But I think that I just try to feel and I just try to understand that, you know, it's hard and it's painful, but we can get through things like that, you know, we can all get through the pain and we can all get through the sorrow and we can all get through the the dark days it's gonna take time and and to this day you know i still feel moments in my mind where it's like fuck you know like i question things you know but then i think to myself that's not mama mentality shit dog what the fuck up no i'm kidding anyways guys i love you very much thank you very much uh i'll try to drop another episode uh probably today hopefully i know i try to drop two of them but they deleted from my phone for some strange fucking reason i don't even know what happened to my phone maybe i pushed the wrong buttons or something but uh Uh, Anyways that happened and I got to try to get that feeling to make those other two episodes again But but I promise you guys that there are episodes coming Um, I think I'm gonna end up changing it up again since I can't go back into that mind because I was just trying to tell Chapter to chapter to chapter and since chapter 2 and chapter 3 got erased I just kind of I need to get into that mode again So uh, I don't want to leave you guys on suspense and I don't want to leave you guys on pause mode and shit like that So I want to try to get out some material as soon as possible so I can get some more exposure. Uh maybe I can my stories can help some more people. I don't know. But uh, I just know that I love what I'm doing and it gives me a, an opportunity to express my feelings, to express my uh just my thought processes and my emotions, you know, and stuff that's going on in the world, stuff that's going on right now. Um just you know, like right now thanking Kobe and stuff and uh, just you know celebrating the celebrating the Kobe Day, you know it's Kobe Day, Kobe Day Can everybody say Kobe Day, motherfuckers! Anyways, I love you guys. Uh, let's go celebrate. Let's be, uh, let's be um, courteous. Let's be kind. Let's love each other. Let's smile for those who can't smile. uh, Be careful out there, people. DUIs and shit, y'all. Ubers out there, lifts out there. I'm out there. Nah, if I'm drinking. You can't rely on me. But um, that's it, man. That's it. Show's over, guys. I love you all. I love you all. You all. Robert Snow, aka that useless kid. Smile for those who can't smile. If not love each other. Be fuck out.